Welcome to Vacation Mode Podcast. We're your hosts, Caitlin and Kyle, a married couple from New Jersey who love to travel. Each episode will take you to a new city or country. It'll be somewhere we've been or somewhere we're dying to go. We'll give you tips of what to do, where to go, where to stay, and maybe what to skip. Now pack your bags and grab your passports because it's time to get into vacation mode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Vacation Mode Podcast. I'm Kyle, and alongside me, as always, is my very tolerant and forgiving wife. Caitlin, how are you doing tonight? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Um, I could be better. We've been watching lots of flea market flip, <laughs> and that always gets on my nerves. But you called me the tolerant one. Uh, well, you're more tolerant than I am. Okay. Um... So what's going on? What's new since our last episode? We live in the same house. Well, the people that, <laughs> the, the people that are listening don't know. Well, the, I mean, they do know that, but they don't know what's been going on. Uh, we started puppy training for our little, our little Winnie. And that's where you're very tolerant. <laughs> yeah, you not so much. All right. I didn't claim to be the tolerant one. So, so what's new with you since our last podcast? We started puppy training. <laughs> Um, so today we're recording what I think is going to end up being Caitlin's favorite episode to record. And this one, this one is really going to have a lot more information that's exclusive to Caitlin than it does for me. And Uh, a lot more information than our other podcasts in general, I think, because... Of the length of time. Yeah, the length of time that I was there. Yeah, so we are going to be focusing on England today. Um, for those of you that don't know, I know we did briefly touch on it, I think, in our last episode. Caitlin did study abroad in England. She was there for four months while I was there for one week to visit. Um, so that's why we say Caitlin will be more of the focal point of this episode. Um, but we did share a lot of unique experiences together while we were there, because I think a lot of the touristy stuff that I did while I was there, you had not done yet. Yeah, I saved it for when you were coming. Pretty so much. a lot of it was still new to you for mm-hmm. when I was there. So that was cool. Um, but why don't you get started? Because there was a decent amount of time. I forget how long you were there before I ended up coming, but there was a decent About amount of a time. A month and a half, I think. I left in the end of January, and then you came for my birthday week, which is mid March. So. About a month and a half. Okay, so why don't you start about, well, why don't I guess explain, like, what got you interested in studying abroad and then, like, everything, like, going there and, like, what your experience was like. So I was always interested in studying abroad, even as a freshman when I first got to school. Um, there were presentations by the study abroad office, and I was just always interested. I didn't know where I wanted to go, but... I was just interested in being able to live in a different country and um, just to be somewhere for longer than a vacation. You really get to experience the um, the culture of that country. And while you still may be an outsider, I think it's really cool. And I think it really benefited me a lot and kind of changed my outlook on things when I came back. Um, now, England wasn't your first choice, was it? I was between two countries. So... Once I decided I was going to study abroad, I was between Australia and England. So something those two have in common are that the main language there is English. So while I really wanted to study abroad, like I talked about in the last episode, I do have some anxiety around traveling. 
Um, so I wanted to go somewhere where I'd be able to communicate with people and where I'd be able to read the signs around the streets and everything like that. I didn't want to go somewhere and feel completely lost, um, especially because I was going alone. I didn't have any friends who were going with me. Um, so I wanted something to help me feel a little more comfortable with the experience. So what made me pick England over Australia was that I would be able to do more traveling from England. So in Australia, I could do some traveling within the country and the other trip you could really do is maybe New Zealand, maybe Fiji. Um, but being in England, it gave me more opportunity to go to so many different countries, see so many different cultures. Um, and what I find funny and you'll like, you'll get to that. I'm sure about your travel is if you went to Australia, you would have traveled a lot within Australia. However, when you were in England, you did not do very much traveling to like other cities and places within England. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I spent most of my, not most of my time, but most of my travel was outside of the country. Yeah. Um, so I went to St. Mary's University, which is in the lovely little town of Twickenham. Um, it's a tiny little suburb, um, about 30 minutes by train outside of London. And I really love being there because I'm not a, I'm not one to be in the middle of the hustle and bustle. I'm not into city life really. So I liked still being in a suburb, which is what I'm comfortable with at home. Um, but having the uh, opportunity to take a quick train to London if I wanted to do something around the city or take a quick train to other nearby cities. Um, but it was even cool just exploring Twickenham as a town itself. Um, there is like a little downtown area with shops. Uh, there's a train station right there. So, um, yeah, I liked being in that kind of environment. It was a small school, which is what I was used to back back home. I went to a school that was pretty small where you knew everyone. So this school had that same feel. Um, I lived in a dorm on campus where I had my own room. Um, it was a single room. Um, that did get a little bit lonely, but I was kind of happy that I didn't have to share space with a stranger. Um, so I'll get into some things that I did by myself that Kyle and I did together. And then even my parents came to visit the last week that I was there when I was going home. So we did some other things. Um, we'll talk about some tips of what to do, where to go. Um, and even some more, I guess, like insider tips for England that you may not know if you're just taking a quick trip there, but you kind of figure out when you're living there longer term. Um, so Kyla, is there anything that I missed or do you want to get into kind of what we did when you came? No, I thought, why don't you do the, like the things that you did before I got there? All right. So basically my only travel within England was when I went down to Brighton. So I went in February, which is not a great time of the year to go to the beach. Um, yeah, I Bright was, Brighton is a beach. Yeah, it's like a beach town. people who don't know, yeah. So I was in England from the end of January to the middle of May, I believe, sometime in May. Um, so in February, I went with a friend. We took a train down to Brighton. It was... A rainy, dreary day like most days were in England. Um, and like Kyle said, it's a beach town. So there's a pier, there's rides, there's arcades. Is there um, anything you would compare it to? Like up, like where we are? 
Um, it's hard to compare it because I don't go to the beach a lot here. Um, but I would say like a wild maybe one? maybe Wildwood, but okay. it's not. It doesn't have beach houses like that. Like it's the, more just a... the beach part and the boardwalk part is like Wildwood. Um, but the rest of the town is not. Okay. The rest of the town, it's like more like a normal town. A normal town in England, yeah. Like there's little. Um, it's a bunch of like little alleyways, kind of, and roads. And in the little alleyways are different, like, shops and restaurants and so things like that. So, like, a stereotypical-looking English town. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Um, it doesn't have... I mean, it might, but not where I was. It doesn't have, like, all the row homes and everything that you see in, like, in, in pictures of England. But uh, lots of businesses in the section I was in. Okay. Like, jewelry shops, things like that. Um, so, we walked through, like, the lanes where there's all those shops... And it was about an hour train ride from um, from Twickenham. So it wasn't too bad. Um, we basically walked to the pier, walked on the beach. Everything was pretty much closed since we were there in February. But it was cool to walk and see. I didn't expect England to have something like that. I don't know why, but I just thought that a boardwalk type atmosphere was an American thing. Um, but the beach was pretty interesting because... It didn't really have sand. It was all like little pebbles. It was all like rocks. So I don't know that I would want to hang out there on my towel laying there to try to get a tan. I don't think it'd be too comfortable, but... Well, I don't think most people in England have tans, so they're not <laughs> doing that either. True. Um, yeah, so we were there. It was a quick trip. We got there, like I said, did the arcade and pier and things like that. We just walked around. We didn't actually do anything. Um, and we grabbed lunch um, and took the train back back home. Um, but you, I, you also did uh, Kew Gardens. Yes, I did Kew Gardens. Um, I don't really know what to talk about with that. It's pretty much just like Longwood Gardens. Not that I've been there, but I would presume it. But it was cool to go to. Um, and you had, you had a unique experience that even most people that don't travel to england or any other country really get to experience you got to watch the super bowl true yes while you were in england yes so since i was there in february um there was a super bowl party which i didn't know that people from england that they care about american football um it was the broncos and the panthers and um they they had a party at the local pub and it was pretty much all the American students, but there were, there were a few, um, of like the orientation staff that were there too. So that's another thing. We got there a week before school started so that we had orientation and there were orientation leaders who would do activities with us. We could all meet each other, um, get settled into our dorms and everything like that. So some of those orientation leaders were at the Super Bowl party too. Um, and we couldn't actually watch it on, like, cable. They had to pay for... It was kind of like a pay-per-view to <laughs> be able to watch the Super Bowl. Um, and because of the time difference, I don't even remember what time it was there. The Super Bowl here starts when? Like 6.30, so would that make, like, midnight there? I think so. Yeah. So we left at halftime, I think, to go back. We walked back to our dorms. Um... 
yeah, so that was an interesting experience to to be abroad but still be watching the Super Bowl and caring about the Super Bowl. And it was hard to get a table I, in that I would, I would say care very loosely. <laughs> about the commercials. Mm, they're not that worth it either. But that's what I enjoy watching yeah. more than the game. Um, so remind me, Kyle, what else did I do since my memory doesn't always serve me that well? I, just so you guys know, Caitlin has like a $1,000 iPad that she sits here and types notes on. And the only thing that she has for herself is Brighton. No, I just found a different section. Um, I put it in the wrong section. So um, I had also done, the weekend right before Kyle came, um, I did a tour of Warner Brothers Studios, and it was the Harry Potter Studios. Um, So we got to see, like, the sets and the props and everything that were used in the Harry Potter movies. And at that point, I wasn't, like, a huge Harry Potter fan. I'm still not. But I do enjoy the movies. I did read all the books. Um, it's just not, like, something I'm a huge nerd about, really. But it was cool to go there and see. They have the, um, what's it called? The night bus? Is that what it's called? The purple bus that... Yeah, I think it's, I think it's the night bus. I don't um, know. They had, yeah, they had, like, a whole room where it was, like, all of the, like, prosthetic heads of, like, the... I don't see I'm not too familiar with like the lingo anymore. I haven't watched the Harry Potter movies in a while, so and I have a bad memory to begin with, so I forget. But like the little goblins in the bank, what are they called? D- d- dwarves? No. Elves. Like, yeah, elves. So they had like a whole like wall of all of their like heads. Um it was really cool to walk through and see, and I have some cool pictures from that that I'll include in the uh the posts that I make about this episode. Um, I would definitely recommend it. It was a little bit of a trip from um, where I was staying, but it was definitely worth it. It was kind of like a full day event. I had some butterbeer, and that was that was good. It wasn't what I was expecting, but it was good. Um, and then some other things that I did were um, just different, like, small trips around the city so i went to camden market and that was cool to see um it's pretty much i would i would compare it kind of to like a flea market but not really (laughs) it's kind of got like the setup of a flea market or like the feel of a flea market but it's actually like good artisans and like good shops um there's everything there it's kind of like most things i would say were kind of like a gothic kind of style like chains and chains and belts and stuff like that i don't know why you're like looking at me for validation (laughs) because i did not go there i don't know um yeah but they have some good food stands too um i got some mac and cheese that i had seen online that was like highly highly requested but it wasn't that great um so you went to england to get mac and cheese right but the part of what we went to Camden Market for was I was really craving a buffalo chicken wrap. That was like my thing at college. There was a a little um like cafe on campus that had good buffalo chicken wraps. Um so I was really in the mood for buffalo chicken wraps and I could not get one near where I was. So I went online and looked at like different places that had them and where to go and I saw one that was near 
Camden Market. So me and my friend hopped on a train, got a buffalo chicken wrap, and then hit Camden Market. Was that Sinise? Yeah. Okay. Um, and that hit the spot. Um, and then we walked around the shops. I got some earrings, walked through the lanes, everything like that. It was cool. Um, I also went to... Where did I go? Um, Chinatown. So we had lunch at Chinatown one day, which that I liked that too. Um, we got like dim sum. Um, there were a couple little shops around. They had ice cream that was inside of pretty much like a waffle, not a waffle cone. It was like a waffle shaped like a fish. I didn't get that, but that was like the main thing there. Um, and then I'll get into some other things that I did without Kyle, which was when my parents were there. Um, but most of my time was spent doing like weekend trips. Um, a few places that we'll talk about in other episodes. Went to Amsterdam and Belgium. Um, went to Greece, went to Italy, Ireland, Scotland, and I'm probably missing a few, but those are the ones I remember right now. But we'll talk about those in a different episode. Um, but yeah, what I really wish I did was spend some more time like visiting other places in England itself, like um, Manchester, Liverpool, different places like that, travel to different cities within England because I feel like I didn't get the full experience that England had to offer. Whose fault is that? <laughs> Since I spent most of my travel time outside of England. Searching for mac and cheese and buffalo chicken wraps. That was in England. But I could have been doing that, like, in Manchester. Right. <laughs> um, why, don't you, why don't you talk about the stuff you did with your parents, and then we'll, like, get into our whole thing. Well, let me say a couple other things that I wish I did. Okay. Since I was on that topic. So, another thing that I wish I did while I was there is see a West End show, which is pretty much, like, a Broadway show. Um... When my parents did come, we went to a play, but uh, I didn't want to pay a lot more to see a West End show. So we went to like a little like indie play and it was weird. It was weird. Um, and then, Kyle, do you want to say what you wished you did while you were there? Oh, I didn't realize that you had covered all the things that you would wish you had done. Like the first one where you wish you had did a tour of Buckingham Palace. <laughs> oh, But that... they only do them during the summer when the Queen isn't there. Right. That's another thing I wish I had done. Thank you, Kyle. You're welcome. <laughs> um, the only thing I wish I did was, well, there's a lot of things, but I only had a week. Um, would be to see a Premier League football match. Which is soccer. Wh right, which is soccer. But that like... In England and I think most of Europe, soccer is like their number one sport. That and rugby, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but like the Premier League is one of the top leagues in the world for soccer. So it would have been cool to just get that experience. Um, I don't know if they were even playing like the week that I went or if I even looked at tickets. But that is something that I wish I could have had that experience. All right. So when my parents came, they came the last week that I was there, and then we all flew home together. Um, so with them, a few things I did were afternoon tea, 
which I think I booked on like Groupon or something like that. Um, it was a good experience, honestly, but just getting there was difficult. I thought that it would be easy because everything's pretty much easy to travel to in England. Um, and it was in a close by town. We took the bus from where we were staying or where they were staying. Um, and even when we got at the, like, to the bus stop where we were supposed to get off, um, it was still probably, like, a 20-minute walk from there. Um, but it was a good experience. They had, like, the whole tray, and it had all the sandwiches, which, I mean... Do they have watercress sandwiches? I think it was, like, cream cheese and cucumber or something like that. Mm. Um, they had, like, I want to say egg salad, too, so exquisite yeah i'm not i'm not big on those kinds of sandwiches but it's part of the experience um but i do enjoy a nice cup of tea um and I, hey a, I, a spot of tea right and i could say that i had afternoon tea in england so that was the main reason i wanted to do it um and my mom is all about that kind of stuff uh we also went to harrods and walked around um which i feel like everyone needs to do we didn't do it when you were there. I, I'm aware. <laughs> but I feel like everyone needs to do that. It's an experience. It's... Every Everyone needs to do it except for when Kyle's here. We're not going to do it. Right. Well, I haven't done it yet either until they came. That was another thing that my mom wanted to do. Um, it's kind of like if anyone has ever gone to the Macy's in New York City. It's kind of like that experience. But in England. <laughs> and... Um, really upselling it i mean i'm just trying to give people something to compare it to uh we also went to buckingham palace um which i had done with kyle but we kind of just did a quick walk by when it was kyle because he doesn't care but my mom is all about the royal family not that kyle doesn't care like he's just okay like it's buckingham palace cool I took pictures yeah took pictures and left that's about it like what else was I going to do? Go in and greet her? Yeah, why not? Um, so my parents came. We did that. My mom is all about the royal family. She's kind of like obsessed with it. Um, so it just so happened when we were there that there were all of these like gates set up along the street or road, whatever you want to call it. And when I had been there previously, those gates weren't there. So I was like, huh, what's going on? Is there like a parade or something? Like, what's the deal? So, a guard overheard us talking, and he was like, oh, she'll be right back. We're like, who? Huh? He was like, oh, the queen. Like, she'll be right back. And then we waited for a few minutes, and sure enough, there was a line of cars, and we got to see the whole royal family, pretty much. Um, so, my mom was thrilled did you, with did that. Did you get to see Meghan Markle? She wasn't part of the royal family then. That's the only one I cared about. <laughs> She was probably still filming suits, so. Um, so that was a really interesting experience, too. Like, that was my first, I don't know if you can call it a celebrity sighting, but, I mean, we enjoyed that. Um, being able to say that we've seen the Queen. And uh, it's crazy that it happened my last week there. I had been to Buckingham Palace so many other times. How many? Um, a few. And, uh... Like, my last numerical, time. like, how many times? <laughs> Maybe five. I wouldn't consider that so many. How many times have you been to Buckingham Palace? Once. So it's more than you? 
It is, but I, I wouldn't necessarily use the term so many. I would maybe a handful. Okay, a handful. You're true that's true. A hand does have five fingers. Well, Most well, hands. Four fingers and a thumb. Correct. Five things to count on. So you've been to Buckingham Palace a handful of times. Correct. Um but my last time there I saw the Queen. Um yeah, so I mean I did more of the touristy stuff with Kyle when he was there. Uh, my parents, we did touristy stuff too, but not as much. Um, it's because somebody wanted to sleep in. Not me. Um, so we did a hop on hop off bus, my parents and I. Um, that was how we got around. Um, one thing I forgot to mention is that we went to Abbey Road. We didn't do that, right? When you came? No. Um, so we went to Abbey Road. You said it was pretty far out of the way. Yeah, it was. And I didn't, like, care enough to take the tube over there. Um, and I went on the London Eye with my parents, which Kyle and I also did. Um, and the other time with my parents, we went to Edinburgh in Scotland. So we took a train up to Edinburgh, which I'll cover in a different episode, I guess, because, I mean, it's a different... That's Scotland. Right, and that's... We're not talking about Scotland. Right, and that's somewhere that Kyle wants to go to. That uh, is another place I didn't take him when he came. So, he's giving me the stare down right now. That's Scotland. Alright, so... Now, are you ready to get into what we did when you came? No, I'm turned off. Alright. <laughs> Alright, so... By the way, your stuff is wrong, but that's fine. What do you mean it's wrong? Um, like your days are all off. Well, I went based on the pictures that we have, and I guess the dates on them were not correct. No, the the dates were correct. All right. Well, you can you can correct me. Like I know but you will. But Trafalgar Square, day one was the day I arrived, and we didn't do any of that stuff on. Okay. That was yeah. day two. That's because that's because these are like the actual days, like the full days that we had. Like. You're wrong. It, I, was, it was a full day because I landed at 6 a.m. Right, but I didn't count, like, the travel days. Like, these were the days of I the landed, London... I these landed were, at 6 a.m. It was a whole day. These were the days of the London Pass. Um, so I stayed at uh, stayed in Kingston-upon-Thames at a Premier Inn. A Premier Inn is a, like, an English chain hotel mm -hmm. uh, that's pretty inexpensive. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would compare it to here. Um, because price-wise, it was priced like a, a Motel, Motel 6, six. <laughs> but it was actually really, really nice. Maybe like a Holiday Inn. But nicer. Yeah. The one, uh, I will say the one I stayed at, though, was more, it was, it was recently renovated. Oh, it was? I think so, yeah. But all the pictures of the other ones I looked at, because I looked at ones in London itself, and obviously you're in London, so they were more money. But they all looked really nice too. Like and they I didn't were see still affordable. Like I didn't before being center. Yeah, I didn't see any like of any of the premier inns that I was looking at. Did I look at them and be like, oh, I wouldn't stay here? Mm -hmm. I don't know what led me. I think I think just location and price factored in. Like it was just like the perfect combination at this location for me. And um, Kingston, it was only like one or two train stops away from my school. Um, so there was one day where I did have to go to class while I was you gonna, were there. I was going to say, are you going to out yourself on this episode? I guess so. I didn't go to class while Kyle was there. Yeah, and she stayed at the hotel. Yeah. She didn't stay at school. So we stayed at the Premier Inn in Kingston. 
Um, and did what it, you, you thought it was a nice hotel? It was nice, yeah. Yeah, it was nice. It, it was, was nice enough for when my parents came back, I suggested for them to stay is there too. Is that where they stayed too? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the Premier Inn in Kingston-upon-Thames is where we stayed. Um, the first day I got to England, um, my flight landed at 6 a.m. local time to England, to London. Um, so Caitlin met you me. You got the, on the on the plane at what, like nine at night or something? Six o'clock at night. Okay. But it's a six-hour flight and then a six-hour time difference, mm-hmm. so it ended up making like a 12 12-hour difference between yeah. taking off and landing. Um, so you met me at the airport. I landed at Heathrow. Yeah, I had to leave my school at what, like four in the morning? Something like that. Yeah, Thanks. it was something ridiculous. Um, and then take that, like take the tube. And then a bus. And it was like a whole like a roundabout of like transportation to get back to Caitlin's school. But and um, I think it was just the train or the tube and then the train. Maybe it just but, felt worse because I was like I was so tired. Yeah. Because when I went to go to the airport to meet you, I had to take a few different buses to get there because the train wasn't running yet, which that's another thing that we'll get to in a little bit too. It was that was a very difficult day for me. Like I was, I had enough adrenaline, I guess that like I was excited. So I had enough to keep going, but I didn't sleep on the flight. That was your first mistake. But I, you couldn't, I couldn't, I left at 6 PM. Like it was, it was too early for me to fall asleep. That's the difference. My, when I went, my flight left at like 9 PM. So the second I got on the plane, I put the eye mask on. I didn't even eat the dinner that they provided on the plane. I put my eye mask on. I went right to sleep. Yeah, I flew at 6 p.m. So it, I couldn't, um, I couldn't sleep. So and then and then like I'm not going to sleep the day away when I land. So we just went right into doing stuff. So we got back to your school because, um, like a typical hotel check-in obviously isn't until what like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so I left my suitcase in your room, in your dorm, which is like the tiniest room I've ever seen. And it has tiniest... a bathroom like a cruise ship, I was told. I've never been on a cruise. But it was like a porta potty. You can basically. sit on the toilet and put your arms out on either side and you're touching both walls. Yeah, the dorm room the dorm room was just stupid. But anyway, we did that. Got the stuff there. You showed me around campus a little bit. You gave me, like, the tour. I think we had to go to the library for something. You had to print something out, like schoolwork or something. Um, And then you took me into Twickenham. Right, the downtown section. Yes. Which was, like, a 10, 15-minute walk. Yeah. It was just, like, like a small town. But, like, the architecture and the layout of everything, it just seemed like a very stereotypical, like, english suburb mm-hmm. but that was really cool for me because i never i'd never been to europe i had been out of the united states before but it was like canada and caribbean islands mm-hmm. so this is my first time really going somewhere different um and we went into we went into some stores like i just wanted to see everything yeah like i wanted to go we went into a grocery store i wanted to see like what it's like living or being in the united kingdom and they had like they had so many products that seemed so similar to ours, and then something seemed completely different. And then they almost have they have like American sections in let the grocery you, stores. Let me tell you something that was different. Um, so my main my main like lunch food back then, which 
I'm not gonna lie, I still eat it like all the time now when I was going into the office. Peanut butter and jelly. And let me tell you, they don't have any grape jelly over there. Unless you buy it super expensive in the American section. So how did you get grape jelly, Caitlin? Kyle brought it for me. <laughs> I also had to bring her a pair of jeans. Yeah, that I had shipped. Yeah, she she texts me, can you get this stuff and put it in your suitcase? Yeah, whatever. But then they had like, they had like in the American section, they had barbecue sauce. Like they had new, Skippy peanut butter. New Budweiser barbecue sauce. <laughs> But um, they had cereal, like they had like Fruit Loops and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it was just cool seeing like that the American stuff is like the international section yeah. of the grocery store. Um, which, if you're not, if you haven't seen that before, it's I, I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed it. I just liked because when we walk down the international section here, we see like tacos and like we see HP sauce though. True. But if I hadn't been to England, I would like I'd see HP sauce and not even think anything of it. Um, So that was like what we did most of the day Um, until the afternoon. We got to our hotel um, in Kingston, and then we spent the afternoon kind of walking around Kingston because I don't think you had really done too much walking around there yet. I think I had. That was where I had to go to like buy my my bedding and my towels and stuff like that. They say that they had a TK Maxx. Is was it TK Maxx? Yeah, TK it's the Max. same thing as TJ Maxx, but um, and they had a Primark, which is where I did like all of my shopping. It's, that's like where you got like all your best things, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, we went and we explored um, Kingston, and then for dinner, we ate at a restaurant in Kingston called The King's Ton, um, which is a Witherspoons restaurant. Um, and Witherspoons is like a, like, I think it's an English, like, chain of pubs. But, yeah. like, each one's, like, name is, like, a pun on where it's located, yeah. something like that. Um, so, I mean, it was pretty, I think I got, like, a beef pub pie or something Correct. like you that. Did. Yeah. Got, like, it come, like, I every, probably got fish and chips. Every, everything in England comes with peas, which mm-hmm. that's not a problem for me. But, so my meal was, like. No, it's definitely not a problem for you. You love peas. Yeah, it's not, a, it's, it is definitely not a problem for me. But I got like a beef pub pie with peas and chips, which and are French fries, um, and yeah, and a beer. And yeah, I mean it was alright. It was, it was probably like I would compare it after eating other meals there. I would say it's like the English Fridays, which they also have though. Right, but it's in, like in Kingston there is a TGI Fridays, but like it's like the English Fridays, right? Right. Yeah. Like, like the chain version of a pub. You could tell. You could tell it was a chain though. Yeah. Like when once you go to like other restaurants and stuff like that, you could tell that like that it was definitely a chain. But it was it was inexpensive. It was decent. I was super tired from travel and everything. We didn't close to the hotel. Yes, it was like a five minute walk from the hotel. Um, so it was a good. It was a good first meal to have in England. Um, so then the. Second day we were there is when we started our London Pass, um, which is a pass that you pay one flat rate. Um, well, per we, day. Per day. Um, we had to do it, obviously, one per person. It doesn't cover multiple people. Um, but it gets you into, there's a whole list of, like, attractions that you can go to, tourist things that you can go see and do. Um, and all you have to do is present the pass instead of paying the fees when you get there. And... It is a discount. Like, I think we totaled it up. 
um, from all the things that we saw and compared those prices to what we paid for the London Pass. And we saved like a significant amount of money. It ended up being worth it. So in order to pick up, you have to go somewhere to pick up the pass. It's not something you can print out. At least it wasn't at that point. So we went to Trafalgar Square because there's like a little, a little hut. What would you call it? Uh, Station. No, hut's a good word. (laughs) It it was definitely a hut. That you have to go in to pick up the London pass. A kiosk. Sure. Something like that. So there was another option. Was there? Yes. I could have had it mailed to me, but because it was such short notice right. of the trip and everything, we didn't have that option. Because they said it could take like up to a month to mail mm-hmm. it. That wouldn't have worked. That Right. So because we booked the trip, or I booked my trip so short notice, I did not have that option. So we had to we had to go to Trafalgar Square. But Trafalgar Square, uh, Square was... It was cool. <laughs> it, it, it was good to see, though. Like, it was something that I'm glad that I saw anyway. Yeah. So even though, like... We had to go there for the London Pass. It was... It's like an iconic landmark it, it to wasn't, go to. Yeah, it wasn't upsetting. Like, it wasn't way out of the way either. Yeah. It's kind of right in the middle of London. And, but, and while we keep saying London, can you explain to everybody who probably think that London is technically a massive city? So, technically, it's not. There's, like, a tiny little section that is actually considered the city of London... And then everything around that is Westminster, I believe, if I'm not wrong. So Or different. There's is Southwark, one of them. I think there's like other there's things. A, there's a ton of different like yeah. neighborhoods. But London itself is... It's a tiny little like... I think it's a square mile, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's tiny. So we say London, but it's technically... Not London, where most of the things that we saw yeah. are located. Um, but, like, for the sake of, like, what everybody's going to think of, it's... it's we'll call L- it London. Yeah, it's London. Um, so what did, we, what did we see that day? We went and did a tour of the Westminster Abbey, which I would highly recommend. Um, that was very... It was an audio tour. Like, you get the little earbuds and, like, a talking device type mm-hmm. thing. It was, like, there's, for an audio tour, it was very in-depth. Yeah. And basically, you walk through. There's one certain path that you walk through. And you there's little signs that say, okay, click one on your little device. You click one, you're at that, you're looking at that stop. And it's explaining to you what it is, what it means, all of that. You keep walking, go to the next one, click two. Um, so, it was... I think it was laid out really well. There was a lot to see there. And again, it's another like iconic London landmark. Um, and a lot has gone on there. Weddings, funerals. It, yeah, it was just, it was, that was one of the first things we did. I think that was the first thing we technically did with the London Pass. Mm-hmm. And I think it was probably the best thing we did with the London Pass. It was Pass. your best thing? Yeah, it was my best thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It, no, it was just, it was super, super in-depth. Um, and, like, I don't feel It was, like, what, like an hour and a half long? Something like that. But, like, I feel, even though it was just an audio, like, guided tour and not, like, a in-person, like, having a tour guide, mm-hmm. I don't feel like we were really shorted yeah. anything. Yeah. I think we saw probably more than a lot of people who, like, if you don't do a tour, you're going to miss a lot. Yeah. 
Um, we also did um, the Tower of London. Which is where the crown jewels are kept. Right. And we did see the crown jewels. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tours are headed by what's called a bee feeder. Yes. Um, They're guards. Right. So they were like dressed in like a... Like their traditional... I mean, they're still they active. They weren't like a guard that stands outside like with the big furry hat. They no, weren't no, dressed the, like that, but... They're wearing their beefeater guard uniforms. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, they're not royal guards. Yeah. So they conducted the tours, um, walked around the grounds. There's, like, ravens that kind of, like, guard the They, like, tower. sit or, They sit around and, like, they, they don't leave. Yeah. Like, they know to... They just stay in the Tower of London. And um, something that I thought was interesting, um, when you first walk in, you kind of walk over, like, a ditch... Like, you walk on, like, a little like bridge. a, a moat? A, a moat type thing, but it doesn't surround the whole Tower mm. of London. And then there's a big gate below you, like, a big, um, mm-hmm. I don't, like, uh, it's not a draw, like, I don't know why I think of the term drawbridge, but it's, like, like, if you think of, like, an old castle or whatever, and the it's big It's, like, a cast-iron gate. Cast-iron gate that gets lifted. Um, uh, Winnie heard the thunder again, so she, she looked like she was going to get upset. Um... And that's where they used to bring prisoners. It's called like Traitor's Gate, right? Or something, something like that. Something like that. I don't remember the exact thing, but they would bring them in. Like they, they kept their prisoners there. Um, and that's where they brought them in. But that was also a very in-depth and thorough tour. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot in the Tower of London. Once you complete the tour, you're allowed to just walk around. There was a lot of other things too um, to see there that weren't part of the actual guided tour. But I think that's where they had like... You remember it? It was like a little like teal glass monument type thing. It was like a pillow. It looked like it, but that's where they beheaded people. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like yeah. it, they have it like marked. Like this is this is where we beheaded the prisoners. Like it it was just it was very interesting. Um, and you could tell how old the building was and mm-hmm. everything. It was it was that was a good tour. Um, and then we went to it was like right next to it, the Tower Bridge. Yep. Um, so with that tour, basically you, was it an elevator or stairs that you go up? Stairs. So you go up, you, you take the stairs up to the top of the tower bridge. So not where the cars go across, um, but above that. And you walk across the bridge. Um, they have like a glass floor, which Kyle was not fond of. Um, but he walked across it anyway. They had some like photo ops up there. They had like a, basically like a photo booth. Um, and then you walk down the other side, I believe. Um, or no, do you walk across the other? Because there's kind of like two sides to the top of the bridge. So you just walked from like one tower across your one side to the other tower. Okay. And then you go down. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had some signs in there too and like different pictures and stuff like that as you were going up the stairs. Um, like factual stuff, yeah. like history of the tower bridge and all that. Yeah. Um, then we went to, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, Ar- Arcelor, Arcelor Middle Orbit. Sure. In the Olympic Park. Um, so the Olympic Park was when, I forget what year it was, 2012 maybe? When sure. the Summer Olympics <laughs> were in England. Mm-hmm. And the Arcelor Middle Orbit was a big tower that was built... Um, 
over like the swimming center and the um, soccer stadium. Um, and it, it was like an observation tower. Mm-hmm. It was a, a very unique piece of architecture. Which I had never even heard of before we looked into the London Pass. And then we saw that that was an attraction. So we're like, hey, let's do it. It was nice, though. The only problem we had, um, which I think it's a common problem in England, is it gets hazy, like, towards the end of the day. Um, so when we went up in the... Ta- or in the... Our, our, the uh, orbit. The, the, the orbit. <laughs> um, it was a little bit hazy, so it did obstruct the view of, like, the skyline of the city. Because it was a little outside of london so the but you could see like you had a good view of the soccer stadium and the swimming the aquatic center and all that stuff and the i'll call it the orbit from now on it's please look up a picture if i don't post one with the rest of the pictures it's like nothing you've ever seen and will never see again like the type of architecture and what it looks like it looks crazy It, it was it was interesting though like i'm glad we went and saw it And even Um, now, I was kind of upset because I found out when we went that they were in the process of building a slide to go down around the outside of the building. A clear slide. Yeah. So I would have loved to do that. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's supposed to be open in, like, May, Um, which my parents were coming in May. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. And then I found out that I believe it was pushed back to June, so we couldn't do it. Um, Because that's something that my dad likes to do, too. He'll do those things with me. Um, So we did that. Um, and then we went, I forget the name, but it was like a mall. Do you remember that yeah. for dinner? And it was like, it was like a soccer pub that we went to for dinner. I thought it was ping pong. No. Maybe it had ping pong there. Maybe. And then they just had soccer on the TV because they always have soccer on the TV. <laughs> what else are they going to have? Um, um, but it had really good wings. Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went there for dinner. I forget the name of the restaurant, but it was really good. It was not something that was so rememberable or so so memorable that I think we I don't think we have it listed on we our don't, list of no. food. No. Um, but it was another it was like a, it was an okay meal. It was nothing special. Um, there's only one meal that was really special. There were some that we remember, but not necessarily <laughs> for good. Um, so day two oh, and then we went we went and saw the Prime Meridian at night at the Greenwich Tower, or Greenwich Observatory. Yes. And it's basically like a green laser that they shoot across the sky. Well, marking, at night it is. Yeah, yeah, marking where the Prime Meridian is located. Yeah. And, it's um, like, it felt like we walked 15 miles up a hill to oh get to the God. top of yeah. the observatory. And keep in mind that I did that, I think, three or four times. Because I did it once with a tour group. I did it with you at night, and then we did it again during the day. And then I think I did it again with my parents. Yeah, that's that was bold of you. Um, <laughs> I was in better shape back then. Not great shape, but better. Well, your shin splints were really the, like, the worst part for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle literally dragged me up the hill. I don't remember if it was at, when we went at night or during the day, but he had to drag me up the hill at, at one point. Um, she, she was still on her feet. Um, well, yeah. I, yeah, I just want to clarify. He, so he like, it's not like a whole domestic like, thing. <laughs> he grabbed my arm and like... Helped pull me up, like... So you kept going, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, he was helping me, not not abusing me. Um, so then I think after that we just went back to the hotel. 
I think we... We walked around Greenwich a little bit, actually. We went to a pub. Yeah, we went to a pub just to, like, pop in. Because I was... I really wanted to try different local beers, like Mm -hmm. English beers. So we popped into, like, a pub, and I think I got a beer or two. Yeah. um, At the pub. And I did not. No, but you sat in the pub. Yep. (laughs) While I drank my beers. Um, I really wanted to get the full experience. Yes. Um, Fun fact. Yeah? I never got a warm beer when I was in England. Like, everybody talks about when you go to England that the beers are going to be warm or room temperature. I never got one that was warm. They're always very cold. Me either, but that's because I never got a beer. I'm I'm, I'm just saying, like, (laughs) for everybody who's, like, worried about that, I I mean, I personally never got a warm beer. Do you remember what your favorite beer was in England? uh, The Carlsberg Extra Cold? Yes. Yeah, Carlsberg Extra Cold. Um, They do have Carlsberg here. In the United States, but they do not have the extra cold, so that one I did like. Okay. Uh, well, I liked Which all. They, I liked. I liked all the beers there. Did they have that at the pub on my campus? Yes, that's where okay. I got it for like two bucks. Yep. Um, so, day two, um, we saw the Jewel Tower. Um, Which was not memorable. It, it was nothing impressive. It was pretty small. It was, it was included in the London Pass, so it was, and it wasn't out of the way. Yeah. So we we saw that. Um, obviously, it's not mentioned in here, but of course we saw Big Ben and mm-hmm. House of Parliament. Technically, we didn't see Big Ben because Big Ben is just the name of like the bell that's inside the tower. Right. We so we saw Big Ben's like clock tower. I think it's called Victoria Tower. It's Big Ben's clock tower. Okay. Um, so even though you don't we're, like we're not mentioning that like we that's not a tour or anything but it was obviously we saw I it. believe they have a tour of it actually. Well, but... we did not do a tour. We just right. saw it from multiple <laughs> multiple viewpoints. Right. Um and then we did Hampton Court Palace on the second day, which was kind of like a last minute thing. I don't think that was something we planned, but we're like we have time mm-hmm. and there's not too much else on the list that we haven't done that interests us. And we so went we took a bus there. And Hampton Court Palace was awesome. And fun fact, for those of you who are also Disney lovers, um, there is a building in... The UK Ep- Pavilion yep, at Epcot. That it's it's built to look like the Hampton Court Palace. Um, so that was also very in-depth. It, it's massive. And I we both had a lot of fun. Well... I'll say I did. I don't know. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It was just it was just very fun walking around and exploring and like every time you think like you've seen everything, there's another room mm-hmm. with more. And then you're like, how can there be more? There's always more. <laughs> and I'm sure we did not see all of it. And we were there for a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, but my favorite part of that day was the tour of Wembley Stadium. Yes. Uh, so that was included in the London Pass, right? I don't recall. I don't know if that was included in the London Pass or not. I but it was like something it was. that like we wanted to do either way. Hold on, Caitlin is looking it up. Continue talking. The London Pass might be not be the same as it was then. Like attractions might change. Um so Wembley Stadium, we had an in-depth tour of Wembley Stadium. We got to see the locker rooms where all the players um get changed they had some jerseys hanging up on display of famous players that have been there that you are not supposed to touch that, yeah, you do, <laughs> do not touch 
However, uh, two guys on our tour, they did touch them, but they, only with their finger, their pointer finger and their thumb. So apparently that didn't count. Right, it doesn't count. They didn't listen to any of the rules on that tour. No. Um, you got to see, like, the training, the training room. Um, and by training, I mean, like, the, the physical training um, for injuries. There was just, there was a lot of history at Wembley between all the concerts and everything that's happened um, at Wembley Stadium. Um, and I think that is, in my opinion, it's one of the more iconic stadiums in the world. Um, so that was, that was really fun for me. I, again, I can't speak for Caitlin because she's also not a, a big person. sports person, but Wembley was definitely something, um, on my list of things that I wanted to do. What were your thoughts on it? I think it was really interesting to see because we go on like... In other cities, um, we go to tours of, like, baseball stadiums and stuff like that. And I actually enjoy doing that. Honestly, I probably enjoy doing that more than going to the actual game. Um, but I like all of, like, the behind-the-scenes type of stuff. Especially for such an iconic stadium. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. While I'm not, like, a soccer fan, just being able to go there and see everything. And setting foot in the uh, stadium... That was that was just good enough, but then getting the whole behind the scenes tour was the cherry on top for me. Yeah, Wembley Wembley was a lot of fun. Um, that was a good way. That was actually the first thing we did that day, so that was a really good way to ten a.m. tour. That was a good way to start the day, um, and then dinner we ate at Nando's. Nando's. Tell everybody what Nando's is. So I think it's actually like a Spanish. I think it's Portuguese. Portuguese. Okay, my apologies. A Portuguese chain. Um, but it's basically all chicken. So you can get different kinds of chicken. Like um, if you want like a quarter of a chicken, half a chicken, or just the breast or a sandwich, anything like that. Um, and they have different sauces, different sides. Um, but it, I mean, I, I loved it. <laughs> I miss it. They do have some in America. There are a couple. We went to one in Baltimore. Yes. But I don't know why it's such a big thing in England, but it is. And we did it. And the sauce that they use, it's like a peri peri sauce. Peri yeah. Which you I can also it, buy in America. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like a pepper. Yeah. Pepper type sauce. Yep. They're hot sauces. Um, so Nando's was very good. Um, and again, being such a popular thing in England, we are really glad that we got to try it. Um so then the next day was an early one it was early it was a headache it was a it was an incredible day once we Mm -hmm. got to where we were going um but transportation and logistics was awful so we went to stonehenge and the roman baths which were what like about think about once we got on the bus maybe an hour and a half trip from London? Uh, I don't recall. About honestly. that, I would say. It, it felt like we were on the bus for a while. But the headache part was getting to where we had to get picked up. because we got, for, And we got we had to be up at like 5 a.m. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Maybe even earlier. But So we booked a tour online, not included in the London Pass. Um, it was through Viator? Viator? V-I-A-T-O-R. Viator? Sure. Something like that. that. It was through, through like, a a travel company. Yep. So we booked through them. They have a bus that leaves from 
the center of London and takes you to Stonehenge and Bath. And um, we had we stayed, like I told you, in close to my school. So it was like about a half hour train ride to London. However, at that time in the morning, the trains weren't running. Um, I think they started like six or seven and we had to be there at six. And we were not very well versed in the bus system. Yeah, I took basically the train and tube everywhere. Um, because the train and tube is very easy mm-hmm. to navigate when it's open. Yeah. Um, the bus system, it probably, the bus system's probably not that bad, but because we, were we didn't use it, we were unfamiliar with it, it, we, it was five in the morning, we were super tired, um, we very quickly got frustrated, um, and as everybody knows, once you get frustrated, it gets very difficult to really think logically and and do things the right way so it it was a very brutal start to the day for us we had to take a bus from like right outside of our hotel we hopped on a few different buses yeah had to take them to a certain stop get off switch take it to a certain stop get off switch um and then we finally ended up where we were supposed to be we got to see a drunk couple from the night before have an argument on the street and the cops got involved yeah, it was it was a weird morning. Yeah. It was a very weird morning. Um, but once we got to Stonehenge, everything started to... Well, once we got on the bus, everything started yeah. to turn around. Um, Stonehenge was... I'd put it up there with Westminster Abbey. and Maybe higher yeah, than that. I would put it higher. In like iconic iconic I, it, it's I, what i mean what else is there to say there's really not a whole lot to do there it's in the middle of a field it's like in the middle it's of middle of nowhere it's in the middle of cow pastures basically <laughs> yeah um you really can't get overly close to it i mean you can walk around it but it's all roped off obviously so people don't touch it um um it I think, I, I, I think just, it's just something you have to see. I just don't know what else to it's Stonehenge. Yeah. I mean what is there to what else is there to say? We there's we a got little visitor see, center where again, is Stonehenge considered one of the wonders of the world? You want me to Google it? Is there, there's two sets of wonders of the world too, isn't there? Like the new and old. I don't know. It's like the ancient wonders and wonders of the world. I don't know. Yes, it's on this list. Yes, yeah, so there are seven original wonders of the world, but then there are also twelve wonders of the ancient world. Yeah, see that uh, I don't there, know. There's there's too many things. <laughs> Stonehenge is iconic. Yes. Um, and we dealt with probably my worst day of travel, um, but it all became worth it once you arrive at Stonehenge and get to see Stonehenge. How was that your worst day of travel when you had like a six hour long flight? Twice. Flying doesn't bother me. For six hours? I, I just put in my headphones and watched all the free movies. I, oh, all right. And alcohol was like all included. I was sitting there. I was busy. It was St. Paddy's Day when I flew home. So yep. I was just sitting there drinking and watching movies the whole flight home. What did I care? Um, and I didn't have to be up at 5 a.m. Yeah. I'm not a morning person. So being on a plane for six hours is not as bad to me as being up at 5 in the morning. Yeah. And then... When you're on a plane, you're on a plane. 
we had no idea where we were going, what we were doing. It was right, too much. Right, because the plane has the screen where you can track how close right. you are and Ex- everything. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Stonehenge was, in, it, it was just incredible. Um, except Caitlin embarrassed me. What did I do? You're walking around with your damn selfie stick. Oh, yeah. I I hate those things. I mean, so do I, to be fair. But they are just so convenient to take a picture. It was dumb. And Caitlin was walking around with one and all embarrassing. I almost called off the relationship then and there. There's like a funny picture that Caitlin took where she was trying to take a picture of the two of us. And I was so embarrassed by the selfie stick. I would not he look at her. He turned around. So, so it's a picture of his back and me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who's the real loser? Because I was the one looking at Stonehenge and you were turned away. So. But I got a photo with Stonehenge. You got a photo of your I'm in back it. with Stonehenge. I'm, I'm in it. <laughs> um, and then um, from there, the tour takes you to Bath, mm-hmm. which is um, the name of a small city close to Wales. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's close to the border of Wales. Um, and that's... That city was built, was it built by Romans, I Don't think? ask me the history of things. Okay, whatever. Know. But it's it's like Roman architecture. It does not look like a city from England. Um, and that's where the Roman hot springs baths are. Um, we did that tour. We walked around the city. Um, that was a fun day, too, because that was, again, it was, it's, it's England, but it didn't feel like England, um, so that was a unique experience too. But at, towards the end, it was getting very difficult because we were both just so exhausted, and it had been such a long day. We were ready to go home. I think we fell asleep on the bus on yep. the way back. Um, note: If you go to the Roman baths, uh, follow the rules. Yeah, don't don't touch the water. It um, has like lots of bacteria and a, harmful stuff in it. There's a ton of bacteria in it. They warn you, like, do not touch it. Do not get close enough that you could possibly fall in. Um, they also tell you you get one of those like audio, um, like audio like handheld tour things. Yeah, yeah, you get those two. They tell you to keep it around your neck at all times. We watched several people like drop theirs in the water because they did not keep it, and then they reached into the water to get it and. Uh-huh. Wasn't there someone, like, dipping their baby's feet in the water or something like that? Yeah, whatever. I mean, that... Whatever. Yeah, so please please don't. Just follow the rules. There's, like... You can go after you do, like, the main little walkthrough. There's a place where you can try, like, some of the spring water, like, taste it. Which is not the same bacteria-infested water. Yeah, no. Caitlin tried that. Uh, Caitlin and I tried that, and that was... uh, I think it tasted weird. Tastes kind of, like, mineral-y. Yeah, like, it had too many minerals, um, and it was obviously... It was not chilled. Like it was, it was at its natural. <laughs> I'm so temperature. sorry that the hot spring water was not chilled to your liking. It, it wasn't chilled. I didn't like. It wasn't filtered. It wasn't Poland spring water. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean the the Roman baths were that was another that, must see if you have time. Yeah. I mean that was included in our tour with Stonehenge. Right. So if you can dedicate a day to doing that mm-hmm. tour where you go out to see Stonehenge. Because Bath wasn't that much farther past yeah. Stonehenge. Second thing, if you go on that tour, don't miss your bus. Oh, they will leave you. They tell you they'll leave you. If you're not there on time, they'll maybe give you five minutes and then they'll leave you. And they tell you, if you miss the bus, you're going to have to take this train back and or all of that. a taxi. And a taxi. And it's going to be hundreds of dollars. Yeah, don't. And where we were in, in Bath, 
the next train going back to London wasn't until the next day. So you would either have to camp out in the train station or get a hotel for the night. Yeah, so don't miss the bus. Um, but other than that, it was a really fun experience. Um, we did not miss the bus. So there's Someone that. almost did. A group almost did. They were too busy enjoying their lunch at Stonehenge that they almost missed the bus. To be fair, they brought a pretty good looking lunch. They had like a whole pound of white rice. They made their own sushi. They were rolling their own sushi. And they brought like two full cucumbers. Yeah, they were making it all from scratch. They were making from scratch. They were rolling their own sushi. Um, They did make it onto the bus. Um, Nobody in our group got left behind. Um, But that was was a full day experience. We got Um, back at night. And then luckily the trains and tubes were open. For us to get back to the yeah. hotel. It was it was worth it though. All the frustration was definitely worth it. Um, the next day was when um, we went and saw Buckingham Palace. Um, I don't I did, think we stuck around for the changing of the guard, right? No. Um, and I did not get to see the Queen um, or Meghan Markle. Peasant. Um, we went to Piccadilly Circus, which is not an American <laughs> circus. It is... It's basically like a... Times Square. It was basically Times Square. English Times Square. Uh, smaller, though. Um, but they have all, like, the shops and restaurants and everything like that. Touristy stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was touristy, but it was still another thing that's frequently used in, like, media. Like, mm-hmm. if it, movies, games, that one different things. Song. What One Republic song? Um, Good Life. I'm not going to sing it. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. They say near Piccadilly. Okay. Um, so it was basically Times Square. Um, and then we also did the London Eye twice that day. Fun fact, this was my birthday. That's not very fun. It was um, fun. So we did the London Eye at, in the morning. So you have the whole daytime view of the city. And then we did it again at night. where so the whole all the lights. Everything's all lit up. Fun fact, the nighttime London Eye is the first time I told Caitlin I loved her. Mm-hmm. Once we got to the top. Right. With all the little pretty sparkly lights and everything and probably like a bunch of homeless people waiting outside for us. But, you know. Another was... fun fact, if you want to have your own private experience on the London Eye, which we did not have. Right. I didn't spring for that. <laughs> you can have like. They're pods, so when you go on the London Eye, it's not like a normal Ferris wheel where you have, like, seats. It's an enclosed pod where you're standing inside. You can have your own pri- your private pod with a butler and champagne and all that stuff. Um, so, you know, if you want to do that, you can. You can. Um, we bought a combo pass, so you can either buy a, a one-time pass to do the London Eye... Um, or you could do a combo, which gives you access in the morning and night, and they cut you a discount since you're technically going on it twice. Mm-hmm. But they, it's less than buying two separate tickets. Um, so that's how we did that. And then we went... You want to tell them what we had for lunch and dinner that day? McDonald's. <laughs> um, that, also, not a joke. <laughs> for lunch, it was just because it was convenient. All right, let's grab something on our way to the next stop. But then for dinner... It was... We went bar hopping for Caitlin's birthday yeah. around London. Because it was my 21st birthday. Not that it mattered because the drinking age is not 21 in England and I had been drinking anyway. 16? Something like that. Um, so, I mean, but it was still my 21st birthday. So we went out. Um, 
And then, yeah, on the train ride home, you got McDonald's and... Well, I didn't get McDonald's on the train. Right. But so, for... hold on, hold on. <laughs> right. So, I went into the McDonald's. We were finishing. The bars were closing. We stopped in McDonald's. I looked at Caitlin and said, do you want anything? She says to me, no. All right. Say no more. So, she got nothing. We then get on the train to head back to Kingston. And what little weasel has her <laughs> hand in my McDonald's bag, eating my fries, eating my chicken strips. You didn't open your chicken strips yet. You needed to uh, go back to the hotel. Right. Be, yeah. So she was just snacking on all my fries. I said, I thought you didn't want anything. Well, I didn't want my own order. Mm-hmm. Well, so she, she, ruined my, she ruined my dinner. It was my birthday. Be nice. I was nice. I didn't smack your hand away. <laughs> you probably did. Yeah. Well, you kept you kept reaching for it. Um, so I don't remember the names well, of most of the bars we went to, but the most important one is um, we started off at the Shard, which is a pretty new building in London, and it looks like a shard of glass sticking into the sky. It's not as fun as the Gherkin. <laughs> True, but the Gherkin, I don't think, has a bar inside. Yeah, but I just like the name. <laughs> that's not what it's actually called. That's just its, like, nickname, I think. Um, so, so the Shard, we definitely didn't, like, belong there. Right. So there's a bar halfway up the Shard, and then there's another, like, restaurant, I believe, on the top floor. However, the bar that's only halfway up is less expensive, I believe. So that's... That's pretty much why we picked there. Um, yeah, we definitely didn't belong, and we got some stairs to let us know that. Um, we had a drink, and we, then I, I just, The stairs were probably because, one, we did not have enough money. Two, it was a group of Americans walking in there. Um, and three, we weren't, like, usuals, so... I thought you were going to make a comment about my dress. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, but she was showing off a little cleavage with her dress, so that probably also warranted some stares. I was staring. Um, so Your mother listens to this podcast. That's fine. Um, so yeah, that's where we got. We just got one drink there because I think a drink was like twenty bucks. Yep. Because you had to get yours in your fancy little tiki glass. I didn't request that though. It was just like that's how it comes and that's it. And I didn't even get to take it home. Oh, boo. Uh, so, yeah, that was our night. And then she... We did stop. I think we stopped at Five Guys because Cindy wanted yeah, a burger we, or something. Yeah. Um, one of our friends wanted to get a burger. Um, so we had a pleasant experience at a Five Guys, um, which is obviously an American burger chain. Um, and while we were there, we not only got dinner, but we also got a show as this very belligerently drunk man started spitting all over the inside of the five guys. His um, friend then forced him to go outside. Right. We continued to then order from this eating establishment. And when we walked outside, he was peeing on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So that Being was... more on the building. Yeah, that, uh, it was eventful, um, to, to say the least. 
Um, the bur- so then we went to a much more classy establishment. We went to a classy establishment, which was only open for like an hour. Like I was talking about McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then we went to like another bar and we got there and they're like, oh, sorry, but we're only open for like another hour. So we were all ordering like three rounds of drinks all at a time. All of us? Um, or just you? Some, some of us. One of us? Okay. Um... <laughs> So then the next day we went to Greenwich Observatory again um, to during see, the day. right, to see the prime meridian during the day. Um, we went to for those of you who are James Bond fans, uh, you can't go inside because it is legitimately a government building. Um, but we saw the MI6 building, um, and then we went and did a tour of the Beef Eater Gin Distillery. Sorry. <laughs> it's uh, a thun- there's a thunderstorm right now and our puppy is not enjoying it. Um so smart puppy parents were trying to record a podcast while she's uh, you know, doing her thing. Um but yes, neither of us are gin fans. I don't think you have you even tried gin before going there? Uh yes. I had not. And I at that point in my life didn't even like alcohol. Like, I I drank drinks that didn't taste like alcohol. Which is why she got the drink that came in a tiki glass. Like right. a shard. Um, so, they gave us gin and tonics at the end of the tour. The tour, I liked it a lot. Again, I'll keep saying my generic phrase of, it's cool or I liked it a lot. But, um, that was what? Like, the first English gin, right? Like, that was the first gin? I think so, yeah. Um, so I enjoyed learning about it. And, yeah, it, uh, was, it was interesting. It was something that, like, I don't have a need to ever go back. Yeah. But I'm glad I did it. Mm-hmm. And um, I would recommend it to other people. I would say it's, if you're in the area, it's worth your time to stop by and learn about how gin is made. I mean, if you find those types of things interesting. And then um, at the end of the tour, we each got our own glass of a gin and tonic, which, as you heard from our last episode... Whenever that happens, Kyle gets both. So he got two gin and tonics. Um, yes, yeah, so that is like the bulk of things that we did while we were in England. Um, so now we're going to kind of segment into our tips and recommendations. So if you want to scroll up on the notes so we can see them. <laughs> so um, do you want to talk about other places to eat first? Yeah, we can do that. That's we'll we'll give our explanation on what to eat first. Okay. So first thing, I don't know the name of the place, but we ate breakfast at the same spot every morning. It was like a little cafe right down. Right like, downstairs. From right downstairs. Um, I highly recommend getting a full English breakfast. I didn't have one while I was there, but Kyle did. Well, Caitlin's also weird, but it's like eggs, toast, sausage, sausage, baked beans. Yes, baked beans are a breakfast food in England. Um, typically like sautéed mushrooms and then I think it's blood sausage. Not what you had, but I guess it's Mine didn't have blood sausage. I wouldn't eat that anyway, and I also wouldn't eat the mushrooms, but I ate the baked beans and I did like the I did like the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, get a full English uh, full English breakfast. Um, then my favorite, eat 
fish and chips. You must. Do not eat fish and chips at Kerbisher and Malt. That's where we were like told to get them from. Um, it was one popular place, I guess, that I had heard about. So we went there to try them. They were all right. Yeah, it was not worth it was not worth the hype, um, and it was out of the way from where we were, so it was definitely not worth like the travel and the headache of getting there. Now, where you should eat fish and chips, it's called the Sussex Arms. I believe it's in Twickenham. I was gonna say, let's preface this by saying most people will probably not be in an area where it's convenient to go there. Okay, but I don't care. You need to go there no matter what. Take the thirty-minute train ride. I don't care. You need to go there. They are the best fish and chips I have ever had. Go there. Period. It's just like a small locally um, owned pub. Yeah, it was it was probably the best meal we had. I had again a pub pie there. Um I'm not a huge fish person, um but I did try Caitlin's fish mm-hmm. and chips and they were very very good. Um and then Caitlin also recommends Um, to eat Indian food on Brick Lane. It's not something that I've done, but I know it's something that is very highly recommended. So if you like Indian food, I personally have never tried it. Um, but if you like Indian food, Brick Lane is supposed to be like one of the best places to get it. Um, so while we're speaking about food, one of the tips that I have, um, restaurants close early. So there was one time I didn't get hungry until like, 6.30 or 7 at night, um, and I couldn't get food (laughs) anywhere. I walked to a local pub, closed. Um, The the restaurant, or not the restaurant, the dining hall on campus was closed. So the only food I could really get was Domino's, and that was the best pizza that I found in England. I tried a few other pizza places, and it was not Most people aren't going to be, like, looking for pizza, though, like, when they're in England. Like, Americans traveling there, like... We didn't eat. I didn't eat pizza there. Like it's not. No, but that's I'm not saying if you wait until it's too late at night, that might be your only option. Yeah. If you're, I guess not. If I you're, think things in general closed early, like yeah, shops too. Yeah. That it might not be as big of an issue for people staying in London, but yeah. where I was staying, yeah. Good luck trying to get a meal after like seven o'clock. So regarding other tips and things that we learned from our travels um, in England. Um, we recommend, highly recommend getting an Oyster Pass. Um, I had them waiting for... I got them set up for Kyle and my parents when they got there so that they had them. It's for the train and the tube. And the bus. And the bus, yeah. It's it's like if you're from New York or if you've been to New York, it's like the Metro card. It's You just swipe it to get in and you can go you know wherever you want to go. And um, it, yeah, you, put, you preload it with money and then you swipe it when you go onto the train. It's like a little transportation debit card. Yeah. Um, however, I have heard now with contactless payments that you can scan your, you can just use your contactless credit card, just like an Oyster card. While I was there, that wasn't a thing. Chips were new for... I also wouldn't have trusted it as like a traveling person. Like you're a foreigner. I I wouldn't, myself, I wouldn't want to use my phone. I'd rather have it on... It was like it's not even your phone, card. but your contactless credit card, like that you mm, just tap. I still probably wouldn't. Have I would done rather it. have an Oyster card. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's one thing. So, yeah, you get those at you can get them at like shops, like yeah. little little shops. Um, 
and spend time and get comfortable with the tube. The tube for, again, for those of you who don't know, the tube is like their subway. subway. It's their subway system. Yeah, not only the tube, but just the transportation in general. Um, the trains, the buses. Yeah, definitely get familiar with the buses because sometimes, like we said, if you want to do a tour that's early in the morning, the trains and the tube might not be running yet. Um, and buses might be your only option. Uh, so that was a mistake that we made by not really knowing the bus system that well. And that caused a lot of our issues with trying to get to our tour for Stonehenge. Yep, so that was tip number one. Um, tip number two, it's not a requirement or anything, but if you don't want to stand out and if you don't want to like stick out like a sore thumb or look like a tourist, dress nicer. Um, so in England, which I didn't really care about um, to do because I just did what was comfortable, they don't wear jeans and sweatshirts and things like that. They wear what they call trousers. And the girls wear skirts or dresses and turtlenecks and all that. So all of the Americans that were studying abroad were wearing jeans and t-shirts and sweatshirts. Um, yeah, they, fashion, fashion, they it, fashion is different. Yeah. Um, they don't really wear, like, from what I could tell, branded things either. Like, mm -hmm. like I mean, you, they do, like, um, super dry, stuff like that. But, High-end stuff, though. Yeah. But, like, you, you typically won't see them, like, walking around with, like, a Nike sweatshirt on. Yeah. Or, like, an Adidas t-shirt yeah. so if you wear any of that stuff like it might not cause you a problem it cause you issues because i wore jeans and sweatshirts the only the only you... the only thing i would say though is like if if you're working uh, walking around in like an unfamiliar area it does like it they does they know that you're they know that you're, they know that you're a tourist so if it's somebody who wants to like somebody who wants to commit a crime one way or another like whether it's not it might make you more of a target because they will know you're an American based on how you're dressed. And so another... just be like, just with all travel, whether it's domestic or international, always be aware of your surroundings. Um, don't go anywhere that's not, you know, really recommended. Don't be staring down at your phone the whole time. Right. Don't, you know, you go into a shop, you go into a restaurant, don't flash a lot of money, really keep your wallet close to you, uh, close to you. And, and, um, really try and hide what you have um, so it doesn't make yourself a target because um, especially in England they are very good at knowing if you are an American or not um, so that could make you the could make you a target Caitlin and I did not experience no. any issues I did not dress any differently from my week there than I did when I was here I had my North Face jacket um, jeans. jeans and nobody gave me any issues but it's just something to keep in mind um, another thing like we mentioned previously is to um, pretty much enjoy the little things um, so like the American section in, the, in a grocery store appreciate that ha find the fun in that um, they have cool looking taxis over there kind of like vintage looking Enjoy that. And going along with that, don't be afraid to be a tourist. Don't be afraid to take pictures of those things that you find that you find funny um, or humorous. And one thing that I enjoy doing, um, like Kyle likes looking through the grocery store and seeing all those things, I enjoyed looking up like the best um, British candy and trying all the different kinds of candy, like Lion Bars, um, Smarties, which are basically the British version of M&M's. Um, so that's something that I would recommend to do wherever you go, try the local candy. Um, 
so the other thing too, like she said, don't be afraid to be a tourist. Enjoy the little things. Um, and don't be afraid to try something new. Um, traveling um, anywhere, especially international, can be scary. There can be experiences that push you out of your comfort zone. Um, like we talked about in our last episode, the treetop trekking was something that was really difficult for me mentally. Just don't be afraid to try new things. Like if there's something that interests you, but you know you are a little nervous about it, just do your research. Um, if it's something that's safe and you feel is well within your boundaries or something that you can do, go for it. Like I don't know if I'll ever be back to England. So I, like I said on the last episode, I want to. I wanted to do everything I possibly could in that week that I was there. Um, in case that's the only time I'm ever there. So don't be afraid to try new things. Um, but I'm going to lump that into the don't be afraid to be a tourist as well, because a lot of those things are touristy things that the locals may not do. Um, the next important tip I would say, when on public transportation, be quiet. Um, people in the UK already think that Americans are loud and obnoxious. Um, you don't need to prove them right. Everybody um, on the trains, they're reading um, newspapers, books. They're not really talking. If they are, they're whispering. They have their headphones in. They're not. They're not paying attention to you. They're not talking. Be courteous. You're in. You're in their country. Um, try and. If you have a conversation, try to keep it quiet. Right. Like whisper try, tones, honestly. Right. Try and be respectful to how they conduct their day, how they conduct themselves. Um, also just as far as that, because my experience was on public transportation, um, and again, this plays into the fact that they know that you're, um, an American, um, Caitlin and I were talking quietly, um, coming home from one of our tours, I don't remember what it was at night, um, we were having a private conversation, um, and a middle-aged man says, where are you guys from? Um, and he was obviously, he was a local. He was, he was from the UK. He wasn't American. Um, so I, you didn't want to attempt his accent. No. So (laughs) I responded, Oh, I'm from America. And he jokingly, but was like, well, I already know that. Like, where are you from? And then I said, I'm from New Jersey. He said, Oh, you're from near New York. So they know you're from America. Don't. Don't insult their intelligence like I did and say that. They, they know you're American. Um, I would say don't really speak to them unless spoken to. Mm-hmm. Like, let them, if they want to have a conversation with you, they'll initiate it. But they they were very quiet. Everyone and, pretty much keeps to themselves. They're more yeah, private than we are. They're, yes, they're much more private. So try and respect that. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, that's that was going to be the, the bulk of that tip. Um, another tip is to wear comfortable shoes. So if you do your trip anything like us, you will do a lot of walking. I believe we had a day that we walked 18 miles. Uh, I don't know how it converts into miles, but all I remember is I had an Apple Watch and I recorded 44,000 steps in one day. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, wear comfortable shoes. Um, this is a tip that I provide for Disney as well bring multiple types of shoes um, because like walking around Disney World is an excessive amount of walking as well. Your feet, sometimes even though you're walking different, you walk different, different in different, shoes. Walk different, different, in different shoes. So if you alternate the shoes that you're wearing, that can help 
with some of the discomfort as well. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd recommend that if you plan on having a go, go, go vacation, no matter where you travel, um, I would definitely recommend wearing comfortable shoes and bringing multiple types of shoes that you feel comfortable walking long distances in. Another quick tip, um, if you're taking escalators, uh, keep to the right if you're not going to be walking up. So that was a tip I was provided when I was there. How it works is if you're standing on the escalator, keep to the right and people will be walking past you on the left. So don't throw a, a wrench in how they do things if you follow that tip. Um, and the last tip I had some personal experience with, before you take a picture in one of like the red iconic photo booths, look inside, please. It's a phone booth, not a photo oh, booth. sorry. That's what I meant. A phone booth. Um, look inside because I walked in, I took my picture and then as I turned around to walk out, I noticed, um, somebody's excrement in the... The phone booth. They took a dump in the phone booth. Right. I was trying to be, like, nice about it. Um, I mean, I didn't curse. <laughs> they took a dump in the phone booth. Homeless people and drunk people use them as bathrooms. Right. They they think that they're public restrooms. Yeah. So, yeah. So, make sure you look around before you step in one. So, to summarize our episode, um, because we are getting down to the end now. Um, I mean, you've heard all the experiences that Caitlin and I had while we were there. Again, don't be afraid to be a tourist. Get the London Pass. Go see all the sites. Take your time and go through and and hit all the different attractions that you can on the London Pass. Um, I'd recommend two or three days depending upon your interest mm -hmm. level. I don't think one day on the London Pass is enough. No. Um, wear comfortable shoes. Um, really try and respect the British culture and how... Um, they how they socialize and how they like their how they function how they're different than us and right um, and try and respect that don't don't try and force your American tendencies on them you that's are that's with anywhere you go to not just yeah, England but yeah but they are I think especially more private mm -hmm. in England um, so you have to keep that in mind um, wear comfortable clothing be careful of or be aware of your surroundings. Um, if you can, try not to stand out. Um, One more thing is in London, um, near Big Ben, there are a lot of people who try to legally rob you, I guess I will say. Like, they'll try to get you to play a game with them where they put your yeah. money under a cup and then they have you guess which cup it's under and then they always keep your money no matter what. Um, you don't, don't fall for any of that yeah. stuff. Just... You know, use common sense and make sure you experience local foods. Try and find non-chain restaurants. Try and find local. Or, like or McDonald's, lo right? Or, yeah. <laughs> or local chains. But try and experience the different foods because a lot of people will say that English food is bland. Um, but most of my meals, honestly, were not bland. I had, I had good food when I was in England. I really enjoyed the meals that we had. Um, not including McDonald's, obviously. Um, but, but the things that we Mac had were, they were good. What's funny about McDonald's, though, is it's different in every country. So not that I'm recommending to go to McDonald's, but if you, like, need a quick meal and you're planning on grabbing McDonald's, it's it's different. The menu is different in every yeah, country. Yeah, their menu is different than, I mean, they have some similar items, but, like, ranch and honey mustard don't exist right. in England. My first time I went there, I got chicken tenders. That's something that's not different on the menu. And they asked what kind of sauce I wanted with it. And I said honey mustard. And they looked at me like I had three heads. 
their main sauce is like peri peri sauce. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean that's that's our experience with England. Um, I think London is one of our favorite cities that we have been to, um, but it's also it was early on in the relationship and it it was special to us for multiple reasons one with caitlin studying abroad um the first time we told each other that we loved each other um and you know that was really the first time that was the first time that we experienced anything together like outside of the united states Mm -hmm. or anything so i'm not going to say we traveled together but she was already there um but that was our like that was our first like unique experience Mm -hmm. that we had together um, so London itself, that trip will always be, um, special, special but, one, yep. but that, um, it, it's, it's a very, very fun city, um, and definitely worth exploring. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to say if you made it this far, thank you. If you listened to our first episode and now you're back for more, thank you for that. Um, we hope you keep listening and, um, again, give us a follow on Instagram. We're at vacation mode podcast on instagram give us a follow send us dms ask us questions um feel free to give us your suggestions if we cover a city that you've been to before um and yeah we look forward to hearing from you guys and have you listening to us on our next episode hopefully yep thank you guys so much and enjoy the rest of your day